Hello, and welcome to the Planetary Regeneration Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory Landaway. Hey there, Regenerates. Welcome to the Planetary Regeneration Podcast. Uh, got another episode for you with the um, always amazing John Henry Klippinger uh, with MIT Media Lab and token common foundation and um, advisor to many of the most exciting uh, blockchain projects and um, technology projects more generally that I, I'm aware of. And uh, John and I always have this sort of like rapid fire, breathless exchange is really, uh, you know, intellectually stimulating and, and a lot of fun. Um, um, and, and we're really talking in this, you know, first we start out this episode with, with a, you know, him dropping some, some really crazy, amazing things about sort of biocomputers and, you know, we bridge the whole gamut from, you know, quantum computing, you know, biocommuting, bio, um, computational storage and DNA, but, but also the main central thread and the, and the reason why I wanted to do another podcast with John, uh, right now, um, is you know there's this there's this really important part of this podcast in which we're trying to describe sort of um, probabilistic network verification and and the scientific method behind that versus sort of like the deterministic mechanistic verification method um, and you know th this is really underpins region network and switch and, and anyone um ixo anyone who's who's creating digital representations of real world outcomes that i'm aware of that's doing a good job of it has this approach i don't know that it's been named i haven't come across um you know ask john more but sort of like the 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 name of this sort of like more rigorous approach to being able to make sort of layered attestations that add up to a threshold whereby we accept something as true and it turns into an asset. In our case, in, in, in uh, region network, a, you know, ecosystem service credit. So anyway, there's this, there's a section in the middle that's really treating that, that I, uh, I was really wanting to sort of get out in the open with John and check some of my assumptions, hear his thinking. And so we go back and forth about that. Pretty excited to be able to share that with our listeners. And just in general, you know, John, um, comes somehow ma manages to maintain this amazing integrity of sort of like swimming in the world of, of, you know, Ivy League um, institutions and Davos and but also having this, you know, sort of super grounded integrity and sort of a pretty radical outsider perspective from from within that. And so I always, you know, really um, respect and enjoy being able to have that as someone who's sort of a little bit more on the outside of, of that world. Um, looking in, working on innovating and transforming our world and our economy. Myself, um, having connections with folks who are who are sort of deeply embedded and have such high integrity is just a breath of fresh air. So, um, really, you know, excited to be able to offer this to you, the listener, and hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. Um, there's definitely a few times that the that the signal breaks up and there's little bits missing here and there. Again, please forgive the um, you know um, internet hiccups. Um, I hope that the the depth um, of the conversation makes up for any uh, production uh, issues. So have a great time listening, and let me know what you think if you'd like. Cheers. Okay, so uh, you know, just like flash context, uh, John and I were in the middle of our our usual sort of multifaceted, um, you know, lightning form <laughs> of, a, of a conversation. And, right, and right, right. you and I were just sort of jamming out. And I said, hey, John, let's pause this and, and switch over and record it. Because we're getting into territory that feels really important to um, make the conversation sort of public, where we're talking about what you know what needs to happen at this mo this urgent moment in right. the evolution of our economy from an extractive one to a regenerative one. What are the key pieces without which we can't move forward? Without yes, exactly. That's exactly the framing. 
And yeah. so, and, and so uh, one of the things that I've been working on, I said, I think I sent you an example of that, that paper I did on the reflective uh, uh, mutual series organization, the LLC. So that's evolved and people are picking up on that. And, and the question is, if you take that concept and you translate, how do I create a node that basically anyone can download and set up a legal entity and basically then start, be, start their own kind of generative economy yeah. and that be, be interoperable with others. And, and, and so that is sort of the, 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 how do you, anyone can be sort of grow that network out and have it function on those principles generate value, retain value, hit these goals, hit these ESG goals that can track capital in on that basis. And then, and, and so you have $22 trillion trying to find a place. And, and um, so it's like, it's like taking capitalism from within. It's like, it's, uh, and, and rather than having it be extracted value going out to third parties and be based on a mechanical model, it's based on, on a, a biological, ecological model, we build that in. That's, that's what that thing is designed to do from the very beginning. That's yeah. in, in its DNA. Now, let me, let me, this may sound like a bit of a digression, but I think you will see it's not. One yeah. of the things that I found out uh, in DLD that was really blew the top of my what, head off. Uh, for what's DLD again? Well, the Digital Life Design. It's a conference in, in, in uh, Munich, but they have them around the world. Um, and they had, uh, one, they had the, uh, the CEO of Merck there, who's a chemist, he's talking about, uh, I didn't realize that Merck had a lot of work in, in, in uh, semiconductors, but he said, the future of, of computing is chemistry. I said, oh, really? And then they had this kid come up from MIT with his startup of a company called Catalog that was doing DNA um, storage and computing. And I had no idea as far, as far as long as it was. So you can store, and they've done it, you can store uh, 200 petabytes in a, in a gram of DNA. Uh, and then, which means... What do you think DNA is? What? I said, well, of but, course. <laughs> what? I, I, mean, if, I mean, it's surprising from the technological standpoint, but it's so logical from that that's what oh, DNA yeah. is. It's, it's well, I know that, but, but I mean, they have a technology for doing this. Yes, so so they, they can actually do that, and they can store the all of Wikipedia in a, in a gram and recover it. And they also could do is parallel computing on that. So when you have the, and then it, what is the energy consumption? The energy consumption is minimus. So you, you, it, is, it is the predicate for the evolving of a, of a, totally, a biological computing system of an, of an economy based on those, on those principles, my view. And, that, and so you go from 200 petabytes to, to uh, what is it, zettabytes, and that's everything on the internet. And that, that comes out to be, at least by my calculations, like 24 pounds of, <laughs> of DNA. I mean, and so what, so what, what I'm getting at is... How many pounds of DNA do I have? How many pounds <laughs> exactly, that's what I was wanting. But, but here, 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 here is even more interesting than that. Because if you, and then it says, if you can start storing everything at that level in every cell, then our concept of storing and computing is really off. And that are the probably with nature, and then this gets into uh, the whole idea of Lamarckian versus a Darwinian uh, transition of information. Now we're saying, ah, oh, there's a course, a course at MIT on Lamarckian <laughs> and, uh, acquired characteristics and evolution. They're now seeing Lamarckian principles. Well, isn't Lamarckian evolution just sort of like epigenetics, wink, wink? <laughs> well, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's more than just epigenetics. Now yeah. they're seeing it. But it, 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 so suddenly you're, you're crashing this whole paradigm to say, whoa, they're storing a huge amount of information that it, maybe you may not be a tree even aware of it, but there are all these things going on. And probably in evolution probably selects for the ability to transmit it across generations. Yeah. And, 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 that, and there's mechanisms to do that. And, and so like, uh-oh, our whole sort of, uh, and there's a wonderful paper I recommend you it's written by Danny Hillis. I'll send it to you. Called "The Enlightenment is Dead, Long Live the Entanglement." I, I you, you will probably appreciate that. Yeah. And so we're in a, we're in the entanglement world, not the enlightenment. So this is an entanglement concept versus an enlightenment. Computers are the epitome of of the uh, enlightenment. Danny is one of these polymaths. He did, invented a company called Think, uh, Connection Machine with Thinking Machines uh, a long time ago. Pure parallelism, connectionism, it didn't work. 
but he's now, he, he had a company called Applied Minds. He did something called Meta, I think it was Meta, uh, Meta Knowledge Base, something Google bought. But he's, he's uh, a very, very forward thinker on this. But we are moving into this new era. So when we start thinking about these things, um, and when you start thinking about uh, making this transition and making it regenerative base, then the design point should be from that design point. And actually, the Bitcoin world, all that is still within the old paradigm. Oh, my God. So much so. So much so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so there we go. Uh, and and, and what, what's interesting about these guys is that you know, they're now doing, you know, they're scaling it up. So they not only do storage, but they can also do, you know, a computation. And it, it just all makes sense, right? Um, and so, yeah, it's not going to happen next year. But to me, it's like a major marker. Well, what are we looking at? What are they? What were the estimations for when they could bring a pound of DNA computing online? Well, they, they, what does they're, that they're, look like? Now, Is that like a vat of DNA? Well, or, I, that's or, right. Well, they, they have they have like a little bottle of a, yeah. this 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 they, they have a little vial, a little capsule, a little guy. They said, "Here, here's all the Wikipedia, right?" <laughs> and you keep your own data. So you don't have to put it out in storage, and if you have your own, you're going to have the capsule that you control yourself. That was one how of. Is the, but how is the DNA manufactured? And I guess my other question here. It's a synthetic DNA. It, it, I, I, I can send you the link. I can send you the link. Yeah. They, do, they do. They do good videos. The company's called Catalog DNA, um, and 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 so they they what they invented was a basically a, a transcription system that allowed you to map you know, uh, uh, digital data in, into DNA and recover it back. That makes complete sense. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, but, 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 yeah, but now we have a whole different foundation for to think about how to, a, a computing organization. You know, we think in terms of our available metaphors. Hence, we're using mechanical metaphors. We're yeah. still stuck in that shit, right? Yeah. Now, we're, now we have something that's very powerful, completely upends traditional notions of boundaries and how things work. I mean, everything communicates with everything else, right? right it's the, all, uh, which, which totally transforms sort of the availability yes. heuristic. The, right, know, what, right, what, right. What is possible is a function of what we see around us. Yes, so, yes we co-created it. We yes. created it. That's Danny's point. You know, so I'll send you, I'll send you that. And so I'm interested in doing a, uh, a, a podcast on this, you know, uh, untangling the entanglement and, and also then looking at blind spots, things that we think are true or not, or things we think dismiss, maybe we shouldn't dismiss. And Lamarckian uh, concepts is one of them. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I uh, so, so Greg, and, and so this is so consistent with how you guys are thinking about things, right? And, and, that, and that if you have the head of Merck saying the future, and this seems to be a consensus at MIT, the future computing is chemistry. But it's, it's not just, it's just not the, you know, particulars of that. It's like, how do you, how do you actually create things that um, are based upon these design? design principles. It's design principles. It's institutional principles. It's all those things, right? Um, so that, yeah, so I, I wanted to, to, to uh, you know, I, that was, that blew the top of my head off when I saw. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, pretty, pretty fascinating. I mean, I guess another aside as we're, um, b before we return to the main trunk of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, did you go to Davos this year? And, and what was No, that? no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I did, I, this was sort of like a warm-up to Davos. A lot of people, the, the DLD in, in Munich is like everyone gets done and then they jump in a car and they go to Davos. And Sandy was in Davos. A lot of people, I, you know, I, 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 I'm not a big fan of Davos. Um, yeah, I, I sort of wouldn't think uh, you would be. Um. No, I just, and I've, I, and I've been there and I was on one of their councils for six or eight years around data and stuff. It just wasn't, um, it, 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 it's sort of ritualizing, acting it out, but you're still embedded within a, a, a system that is very owned by uh, basically um, a medieval <laughs> cast system that's run by Klaus. But anyway. Uh, right. I mean, that's sort of <laughs> always, that's been, as an outsider, that's been my 
sense or sort of my 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 judgment as like I've been invited to go a couple of times. A couple of times people have asked me to pay them yeah, to get right. me there. I mean, well, oh sure. And, right. and a couple of times not. And I've always sort of said, well, I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> if you can make a I mean, really there convene a lot of people. There's a lot of people there. There's a lot of but what but the the premise of it is all and it, it's the predicate of the thing that fucks it up. Yeah. And 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 so um and actually, the more and more I, 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 I find myself getting more uh, radically divorced from that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, to be truthful, you know, though I have issues with I worked on the Bernie campaign <laughs> and, and calling up people. Yeah. Uh, because I, I think that we're at a point of this massive transformation. Um, and, um, and though... You know, he doesn't have it a hundred percent right. He has got more right than others. But, 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 and I just don't like this this uh, this privileged perspective that keeps coming. Um, so, but anyway, um, I, I I do take a look at. That. I'll send you the links on those. Uh, I, I think it's really a conversation because I think it, it is a new culture. It's a new sensibility. I mean, it it is. You know, is it. It's like going from medieval to to market to we're in a whole nother phase, um, and uh, well, you know, so, understand. You know, I, I mean, I'm tempted to get into you know the sort of philo- progressivist <laughs> or or evolutionary philosophy there, as you say that. But but I'd actually uh, you know instead of doing that, let's I, I kind of turn back to the main trunk of what we yeah, were yeah. talking about, where. You know, we've sort of, we're both sort of like breathlessly, you know, noting the, the opportunities and, and cataloging the people who are working at this edge of how to, you know, create spatial contracts, you know, may perhaps yeah. uh, create, you know, rights of nature based economies, um, create new uh, economic uh, mechanisms whereby um, yes. biodiversity or or uh, biological carbon efficiency or other things that are you, you know sort of produce a whole corollary uh, co-benefit public good through the way the way well, let's, 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 like, like, what's missing there like like there's this there's a stack there's this technology stack from kind of like network consensus and cryptographic integrity up up through sort of uh these you know identity solutions for the provision of attestations or data about things right. and, and then the sort of like mechanisms for this whole system to kind of like click together and um you know what's what's the most important thing for for the community of people to, to get right first and um and what's in the way of us getting it right i guess right great now. question great question i just um and, and i i really you know pondered and all that and and so it's interesting you ask that now because we're i've organized a meeting at mit about uh there's, there's a whole group there the city science group are about developing this new kind of ecosystem, um, re- regenerative ecosystem. Um, and one, one point I, 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 want, I want to make that I think is re- really important is this whole idea of generative design um, and, and, and a biological model versus a mechanical model. And, and the thing is that a, a biological system has, you know, it has a boundary of what it is. And, and, and so when in generative design, you want to design it inherently not to create externalities. I mean, what, one of the things that we, we've looked at in sort of capitalism is, okay, you do something, you create a mess, and then you have the, uh, a, a, the public sector clean up the mess or, or a nonprofit clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. And the messes are getting so big that they can't be cleaned up. And that yeah. delegitimizes de- de- the government. So the biological models, no, I have a member, this cell is divine. The identity of this system is performed this way. And it, and it and it does not create these externalities, and that's generative design. I mean, this is so. This is where a lot of stuff that's coming out of, of Autodesk. I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff they do, but it's very. And it's also uh, Neil Gershenfeld's stuff about designing reality. He, he is Fab Lab. 
is the idea that that you set certain constraints and then you and you and you almost look biological principles and they start to generate these products that say the motorcycle chassis it looks more like a pelvis than a motorcycle chassis but it's not you you, you set outcomes you set outcomes that are that are very immeasurable. Uh, so I think from the point of view of driving this whole process of making the transition I think it's very important to identify measurable, verifiable, independently verifiable outcomes, and uh, and on that you can prove that that thing has, and you can replicate it. Anyone you can hand it to anybody. It doesn't depend who's measuring it; they get the same result. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's that's sort of what, uh, one of the key points that I wanted to you know sort of thoroughly look at for our listeners, which is around sort of the, the state of the art of verification that currently exists. Like, how does this work, you know, in like corporate accounting around ESGs and, you know, uh, what, what's well, like, I mean, you know, what, what's failing. it working this like is... now? What's it look like now? And what is, what is what's emerging, which I think you were sort of pointing at, at what's emerging, which is there's sort of like, there's consensus about the outcome that's being measured. Right. And there's consensus about the methodology of measurement. Right. And there's providence and transparency right. around the supporting data exactly. that, that is, is supporting a claim about the outcome that's being measured. Uh, is Absolutely. That, is that accurate? That, those, those exactly the right thing. But what I, I'll add to that another part is this, is that you also have... So there's never a perfect claim, you know, there's never a perfect assertion. It's that, you know, it, it, is, it is contingent on space and, you know, there's points in time. Um, and so what you need, uh, you, you really have, you have certain assertions and claims and processes that are a relying party is willing to accept at some point. Yeah, there's a threshold. And, and so there's consensus so about the threshold. Exactly. Right. Yeah. There's a threshold. They say, okay, you know, that's now... What you want to do is have an open system. This is why I love NFTs, is, is non-fungible tokens, is that you can have a number of parties uh, compete to create different kinds of titles, exactly. assertions, and that to challenge that process. And you say, well, you know what? I mean, that one's good and good, but I only need that. I only need that. Also, I need this and that as well, because I have a higher standard than someone else. But yep. you don't have a single authority, quote, dictating what those are. Because then right, that, you have that's sort of a polycentric sort of yes. grassroots, what do you need? What well, do you, it, what do it, I need? You, you, it's not just grassroots. You need to design it so it can't get captured. It, that, you know, you, you want, I mean, the problem is that at every point, someone's going to try to capture some entity. This is in nature. You find this in nature. You know, it, it emerges and some group is going to try to capture something and take it over. So you really have to have built in the randomization to, to make that not possible in order to that, that it accrue. It doesn't mean you won't have some points of hierarchy, but then you, you, it's, not, it's not a permanent. It's, it, it, it can be superseded by another kind of, of, of process. Just say more, John, about that, about what gets captured and who captures it in this sort of, you know, uh, to network topology that is based on NFTs representing, you know, Whoops, I lost you here. Um, I lost like, you. Let's use our friend Switch. Like, let's use our friends. Let's use a concrete. I'm sorry. Are you, okay. Am I back? Yeah, yeah, you're back now. So what uh, I was going to ask is, let's use a concrete example, or like, for instance, Switch, and just say, you know, what, um, what, what may be captured? Well, okay. How all... would it be captured? There are many, in, many an example points. around an NFT that represents uh, green electrons. Right. That's a, that's a really great question. And, and, and so, um, you know, one of the challenges is, is that, 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 that if there's sufficient economic value, that there's going to be an incentive for some party to intervene and, and, and spoof the system and take, you know, and extract some of the value. So they're, 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 they're so counterfeit, and, and they, counterfeit the NFT sort of. Well, counterfeit the assertion. In other words, yeah. if you're trading, if you're trading these cracks and they and these wrecks, and they have lots of value on the market, and people are vying in order to get their power purchase agreements, it has real economic value. So that's going to incentivize some party to target that, and and so you you really need to make 
you need to make have a number of of independent processes that are there. For example, in monitoring so the production of solar energy, it's very important to know the location, the time of day, and and the and the device that's being measured. Being able to verify the device that it's not a phony device, it's a certified, it's a registered device. So it's not someone who has spooked it and put another device in it. And so you also have estimates of how that device should perform under those conditions. Right. Well, so, that's the key. And this is where this is kind of what I want to unpack, because just the other day uh, in the public region network telegram channel, I was having this conversation with, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure this person's history, but it, it was a conversation I've had many times with yeah, people yeah. who are sort of like sort of like old, old school Bitcoin. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of deterministic the, the, yeah. in their worldview. The only role for network consensus is deterministic computation, and and what and uh, and and so they're sort of saying you can't deterministically guarantee this attestation about you know an electron or you know the but existence of a forest. It's all about mitigating risk. I mean, but they're in the they're in the enlightenment model. In 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 the, in the entanglement model, everything's probabilistic. Right, well, that's what I'm model. saying. And so, how do you? Well, so I mean, what we're saying like is, the science is off. You're all, you know, I mean, this guy's, if, if they're thinking about being rigorous, you're, you're, you're applying a scientific model that doesn't apply to this. That's, that's not, right. that's, that's right. And so this is a key piece from my perspective, which is the science of verification of, of real world claims to the blockchain, or that is to say the Oracle problem is not actually, as it's oftentimes characterized, a problem of like like optimizing deterministic attestations it's a, it's a it's a problem of creating like um multi-layered probabilistic um well like, just triangulation like, like, of, but, of but we know how to do that i mean you you, you it, it, there's a lot of work done in computer science and how do you make it and this is you know how do you make a reliable network out of unreliable components Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there, there's a whole lot of what that's well established is is well known, and so yet you can have each component in itself can be unreliable, but in in some there it's a robust system. That's right, and it, so and, it, and so fact, like let's go back to switch. Right. Let's go back to switch and just sort of like for for our listeners, because I think you and I have a shared mental model, but I want to make it explicit, which is in switch. You know, correct me where I have something wrong. You know, switch's value proposition is to essentially sort of certify, verify, and then certify the, the provision of a green electron into the grid so that... Yes, but in the origin of it, the time of it, because right. one of the... In order to do that... So one of the critical things to say, I, if I'm a buyer of credits and I want to do, manage my power purchase agreements, they're, they're, it, the time and the location becomes very important. And that's because, where consensus, that's where consensus and time stamping comes in the timestamp you have a, you, you can have a you can have a deterministic process but you the point is that that stamps that and here's the device and it shows it was this time of day in this in this point of view but it, it may be compromised so you have to basically have multiple multiple attestations and some of them just based upon predictive models saying well what what do we what, what is the expectation is this within the norm exactly or is this not? So there's so there so there's layers. So first you have absolutely there's layers provenance, of provenance of data is the first right. layer, as I was saying earlier. The second layer is coherence with an agreed upon model. And, yes. And the third layer is coherence with, you know, uh, you know, another way of knowing. Like like for instance, yes. I could so audit switch using. Uh, publicly available satellite information saying, you know, like they could provide all of this information. And then I could say at this geographic geographic location, there does exist solar panels and they're producing within the boundaries of what we would expect. Exactly. To see. Or exactly. I could say, or I could say, no, no, no. I, I can tell that there is right. not actually the, the, the appropriate, you know, number of solar panels or whatever it is in this location exactly. from this third party and and the exactly. model doesn't fit and i would like to flag a counterclaim I that flag I it. we will not award the title that's not a valid it's not a valid claim and but but it is even another level in this because let's assume that 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 you that there's some evil force that has satellites that can miss they, they can take over the satellite system and they can co-opt that and 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 so what you 
So suddenly what has been a well-relied-upon source has suddenly yep. become suspect. Yep. So you want to be able to have an open system that yep. someone else says, I think that, and I'm going to generate a new process, and I'm going to provide that title. And I, and I say, you know what? I think that guy's right. I'm a relying party. I'm going to insist upon that as well. So it's an open system. It's not a closed system. That's the market mechanism around, you know, uh, uh, attestations, claims, and verification, whereby, you know, that's what keeps you know what? everybody it's, in balance. I, I get, I, mean, I, I, I have a hard time with the market now. I, I, I'm very curious because, because, I mean, I believe in homeostatic systems rather than market systems. <laughs> so uh, I, I think that it, it's not all a price mechanism, but it, it's partially a price mechanism. I mean, it's well, say so, more it's, about like, that because, you know, I, I guess I've, you know, I started my career, you know, I guess working in a, I, I, I don't know how to characterize this, but, you know, sort of, like, you know, in some way, maybe anti-market. Yeah, oh, and, oh, I understand that. Yeah, I, and, no, and I, I, of, I, late, of late, I think due to my proximity with, you know, in, in the relationship that I maintain with uh, how we're funded and how we, and how we build product and how that relates to the, you know, to the market, I've sort of drifted to be more and more sort of in my language. I notice I'm more and more sort of like market and business oriented. So I want to take a step back and just say, you know, explain the difference between i because i think what you're talking about is maybe nested markets it's sort of like not the omnipotence of the market it's not mechanism. an omnipotence of one price signal what yeah. happens is, is is that there's a loss of information that goes in i mean the, and, and so this is where i believe in multi-token models and in the homeostatic model i mean a market is a very clear concept of a price signal is a very is sort of a me mechanistic system it doesn't yeah. it doesn't self-regulate it clears and collapses basically yeah. and so in, in in a in a homeostatic system with feedback you have multiple signals that adjust themselves because it's a multi-dimensional problem it doesn't resolve and what happens and this is this is where I get really uh, in my uh, hat on is that what you have is a single market signal. It ultimately is all aggregated up to those people who control the price can, can then control everything resolved to the control of that single price signal. And that's why Wall Street is concentrated and why that's why Wall Street runs Main Street. Right. And, 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 and so what you do not want is, is have everything resolved to a single price signal. This is, so this is where I'm at real loggerheads with the libertarians. Yeah. And I and and so I would argue that, and this is where it's an entanglement model versus a a, a, a enlightenment model, because it, it you have, and this is where multi-tokens capture different aspects of things. You, the body doesn't work. There's not a price signal in the body. It doesn't have auctions in the body. I mean, the, the, these are load balancing systems that mitigate themselves in order to allow other forms of complexity and regulation in order to achieve joint outcomes rather than winner take all outcomes. So, it, it, and this gets into evolutionary models of multi-level selection versus individual selection. And this is where you get all these religious wars about Dawkins and all the, the sort of the libertarians saying, well, you know, it has to be a selfish gene. It can't be multi-level selection, but we know from game theory, repeated games that the cooperative outcomes are higher. So, and in order to have cooperative, out, cooperative outcomes, you have multiple, you have multiple dimensions. So, you know, I, I, I think that, and, and, and so that's why the multi-token model, and that's why the stuff that we're doing at MIT and this sort of civic homeostasis is like, you don't optimize for one dimension. I mean, if you optimize, everything gets optimized in prices, you're just collapsing information. And, and, yeah, I mean, and I, this is something, this is something, you know, back in, in 2012, I, uh, I, I co-published this book called Regenerative Enterprise in which we, you know, we used a framework that we had generated several years earlier called the eight forms of capital. And we sort of talked about the, 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 the subtitle of the book, Regenerative Enterprise, was um, optimizing for multi-capital abundance. And the whole premise is, yeah. you know, you have these multi-forms of value, each yes. of which have different yes. rules for settlement and different different ways of ex rules of exchange that you have to maintain right. integrity. There is no single as exactly. you say, settlement rule. Otherwise. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's all. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and the reflexive mutual organization is an effort to create that. And that's 
which was regenerative, you capture it internally and you make this, it's a homeostatic system that's trying to maintain the boundary condition of what it is. Have you, it's, uh, it's a living thing. Have you read the Disco Manifesto? Slight aside, Disco, but Disco no. Manifesto. Uh, distributed cooperative organization instead of DAO. Uh, they, they sort of put together a white paper around yeah. what a distributed cooperative organization that looks like that isn't this sort of like, because I think, you know, uh, like, you know, Vitalik Buterin's a very, very smart guy, but he, he, he tends, and, and the work that he's been doing with Glenn Weil on radical exchange work, I think is yeah. transforming his worldview, which is, I'm very excited about. But I think, you know, by and large, the beginning, at least the beginning phases of, of Ethereum, Vitalik as a thought leader in the space is very sort of in this Dawkins Liberty oh yeah, he was in a docket. Yeah, no, he was. I mean, I mean, you can see he's a young. You can see his mind involved. He's yeah. absorbing everything, right? And 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 Dawkins and, and and so when you and yeah, and and this is this is the crux of it. And so you have people like uh, Novak uh, and and uh, you know Wilson and others, you know, talking about multi-level selection. Not they're doing the models of modeling these things out. And I I, I don't I I think. That is a huge shift uh, in, in how you think about a cooperative system. Repeat games, you have different equilibriums. And, you, and this, is what, this is what life is about, you know? Um, and, and, you know, you, you're, you're made up of, was it, six, I don't know, six trillion cells and microorganisms that are all working together. Uh, and so there are all these, these trade-offs and, 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 and balancing acts that are going together. Um, did you, uh, did you, do you, uh, have you been keeping track of uh, James Lovelock's recent work? Uh, not, not, I mean, just periodically. I mean, and, I, just, uh, I, just, uh, I, I mean, I mentioned that I just listened to uh, the, the podcast with uh, Douglas Rushkoff and James Lovelock, which is totally worth listening to. Oh, is that right? Well, that'd be cool. I mean, I, 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 he, he's always entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rushkoff, uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm sort of thinking of that you know, genesis the of frustration uh, of this. I mean, it, it, it's like with Rushkoff. I mean, I, I it, it's still they're, 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 you know, he, he's holding on to a, 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 a traditionalist notion in some sense. I mean, I, I, and and yeah, and this idea, and this is why I'm, I'm building this kind of entanglement because it, it suddenly reframes the the. the the, rea the reality condition of this. Yeah, is well, it's like instead of the enlightenment leading to the singularity, the entanglement right. leads to the exactly. circularity. Yes, exactly. exactly. I like that. Yeah. We're not going to, we're going to be circular. But there are embedded singularities. And, 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 but it, it is so critical to have this, the reframing our role in nature this way. And, 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 and again, I get, you know, the, the, the little trope that I'm talking about is, is like, you know, when you when you built into the design of a generative design, in, in in a sense, you're not generating externalities. You're not you're, the public private sector thing goes away because the public quote sector is you know the failure, and therefore you got to clean up the mess. It's an afterthought. And so when you and I, when you start thinking of benefit corporations and things like that, they're still predicated on that old model. Yeah. Because yeah, and oh. and so and I'm saying this thing is designed from the the, the you know from the beginning to be able to to create this kind of value. Uh, this is not this is life form. It's very, right. at some point, I, you know, I'd love your reflections. Uh, I'll send you a copy of Regenerative Enterprise. I mean, yeah, yeah I, it sounds I, great. I wrote, I, mean, it, I wrote it years ago. There's certain things I like. I read it and I'm like, man, I totally disagree with what I just said there. But <laughs> nonetheless, the aim was to create something that you know it's very short. It's, it's meant to be read in less than an hour. Um, and just kind of like a, just a brief sort of, you know, manifesto of what we were calling regenerative enterprise, which was, you know, just right in this, right in this wheelhouse of how, and, and, you know, our, our thesis in that book was, you know, you know, multi-capital balancing and exchange, um, sort of upgrading the arithmetics of reciprocity between forms of capital. Yeah. And, and, and the last thing that we, sort of were saying that I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's missing or not, but you know, from the, it feels like it's sort of missing still from the discourse around sort of like the biomimicry circular economy yeah. world is that a single organization can never be regenerative on its own. 
No, that's right. Ecosystem. That's right. There's an ecosystem right. that achieves through its interactions with one another, you, you know, the, the attributes essentially. They're, are, but they're mutually changing. Again, this idea of the, 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 the enlightenment concept is we're all atoms and we're, you know, we're an isolated atom, whereas, and, and, and we have subject-object relations where in, in the entanglement, they're mutually constructive. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they, they, they mutually construct as that by their interactions, they redefine each other There's within certain parameters. So, and that's always evolving. And there's, and, and, well, which is a, such uh, a common sense such it's so deeply common sense from kind of like an indigenous worldview perspective oh yeah it's back and, to animism <laughs> yeah and yeah. then other yeah. yes exactly and it engenders such a depth of respect and pause and care when you start to realize that yes yeah, i mean I, this has all been maybe overplayed in certain circles but the interdependence of of no, it, 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 there's a big oh shit, you know. It's like oh, good lord, we're really. I mean, that's that's the other side. I was so into the podcast is is actually going into those th- those those points of view that I've always thought were dismissed and say oh, did think that the, the animists were right? <laughs> it was an animist that yeah, the witch doctor Shem is that there was truth in that. Or, well, that's right. Or, they wow, are. That's crazy. How could that be? You know. It, but the science is science. Whoa. You know. Oh, not so fast. You know. But it's coming it, back. You know. The, the it's science, science. It, it, it's grounded in science. I mean, the other the other thing that was good about this event in DLD is a guy Jack Henry. I don't know if you know Jack, but Jack is, is sort of a little bit of a phenom himself. I mean, he he's uh, he started. He was a neuroscientist guy out of Columbia. He started coming called Earth. Earth was it Earth work? I can't remember. It was, uh, but it, it worth web. He made a lot of money. Started another company, made a lot of money, and then he then he, he went to uh, uh, Google X or Alphabet X, and he and he and he studied immersed himself in quantum mechanics and quantum computing. He just came out with a very technical book on it, um, and and Jack is is hyper enthusiastic about the, the, the these very concepts because he's well, quantum saying, computing is just my brain, right? Well, I mean, the quantum, you know, is how do you design a quantum? It, it, it's a Springer book. I mean, it is a very, it's, and then and, and it's all, it's filled with equations. I mean, this is not, the guy's, he, this guy's doing, he, he's really going back to basic principles and how to, and, and, and all the mathematics that underlies it. I mean, it's, it's very rigorous. But my and, statement, I mean, although maybe it sounded flippant, it's really a question, which is, is my understanding, because I'm not, you know, I'm certainly not technical, probably enough yeah. to make, a lot of meaning out of out of a book like that but you know you know i sort of have this intuitive understanding that quantum computing is a leap back back towards how intelligence sort of like non-local you know probabilistic connecting past and future intelligence resides within my body essentially yeah that's what i'm getting at yeah but 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 jack is something very but he's saying the whole point and he's saying he's tying quantum computing to notions of physics and, and in fact that by doing quantum computing and doing the measurement and doing the intention of the measurement you're changing the physics of things you're creating new new realities i mean it's like mm! and then and, and and whether you go into the multiverse world or not i mean it it's it just it it, uh, it unsettles what have been sort of premises for for what we consider to be scientific uh understanding yes and th- and then you go into the idea that it, it reopens inf- the door for matter pardon so i mean if information is a form of matter it's not information is not about something it is something it's like oh fuck what does that mean i just lost you here you froze up okay yeah we had a little uh we had Bleep. a little blip yeah yep yep so we, we I, I have a call. I have a call. I got to get to uh, with a guy who's uh, named Pablo Rodriguez, who's uh, who's be working for uh, Alphabet X, and he wants to do a project. He, he's he's he was pretty. No, he's out of Barcelona, and he ran a Telefonica stuff in a new lab, and he's looking for a X Prize kind of challenge, um, and, he, and he wants to work together on this. But my my concern 
with uh, that's uh, that's with him. Then that the, the alphabet X is it, well, everything we're talking is anathema to, to Google. <laughs> and and, yeah. um, and I and I and, and I don't want to further Google. Um, so it'll be interesting to have that conversation. Um, yeah, what the hell happened there? I mean, I guess my my the 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 way I make sense of it is that they started out as many of us do as entrepreneurs with high ideals and 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 then you know i guess the easy story is that just the 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 intrinsic misalignment of incentives in shareholder capitalism yeah, yeah. and sort of the vc world just contorted it all into this captured the whole machine. thing and created its own yeah. culture it subverted it and i want to do the inverse subversion i i, I want to create that in, uh uh I just have to look at a message here. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Okay. This is no problem. Um, so, um, yeah, um, yeah. I that, that's why this idea of a node is is being able to that people can be their own originators of node. They can they, they, you can have all the requisite equipment that will naturally generate these infrastructures. I mean, this is my fantasy for dealing in the, in this this very challenging world we're right now with climate and Trump and everything else. You're <laughs> circling back, so using Google as perhaps a cautionary tale. Yeah. Um, what? Well, let, let me let me build it. Let me just premise because there, there are two things that I've seen. That, I mean, I was at Harvard early on, you know, when Facebook was there, and I and I was very much skeptical about uh what was happening in facebook and 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 challenged it and it was and very unpopular as a result of that and i was sort of pissing in the in the spring and every everyone was going to build their career on bouncing off of that i say no 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 and and then and then you look at and, and actually you look you look at uh, google and those guys where they came from actually one of them i think is larry page had the same thesis advisor i did uh terry winograd and terry is a very good guy and terry is a, a very and and but there, there is there, the roots of corruption are are very easy. I mean the the the, the and, you know they, we're going to do no evil, but there there is this sort of lack of reflection uh, in that community and and and, and being able to uh, easily believe your own stories, and then when they get reinforced and you're making tons of money and everyone's hanging all over you, uh, I I think that 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 is, is easily corrupt. I mean. Zuckerberg is never by personality was open to self-reflection. I mean, he, he, I mean, his, his focus, his personality is such, and as part of his success, but there is some part of that culture that is very shallow um, and, and not reflective. And there's it, it, a certain set of personality traits that go with that. It's a bro culture that it, it, it's selection for, you know, it selects out those people that are not like that. Um, and, and that's why I, I think we really, you, you have to challenge the premises of that. I mean, it's so optimized around some sort of basically spectrum type mentality. Right. <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, and, and, and so it, 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 it sort of succeeds and fails on that dimension. Um, and that's why I, you know, you, you look at San Francisco and I'm going out there on Monday. It's just, it's, it's just. It was San Francisco was a wonderful, funky, quirky little place, and now it's just consumed by the the bro culture, and it is the most sort of uh, mercenary. It's more so than Wall Street. Yeah. Um, and, it, and and it's a tragedy there. So, uh, and then you have Harvard. Is, yeah. As an entrepreneur, you know, there's there's this polarity that I haven't been able to reconcile like i don't know that i've been able to find the third term that makes it into a whole it's still sort of like these opposing forces and that polarity is on one hand you have sort of the the corrupting and uh extracting force of capital and yeah and more so the culture of the people who are wielding yes. the capital right um yes. versus uh, uh, on the other hand that the other polarity is the need or the the desire for trillions of dollars, as you were noting, trillions of dollars of capital to 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 reroute 
in support right. of a thriving ecosystem. Right. And as an entrepreneur who's building the, you know, tools, infrastructure, um, businesses right. that are meant to serve the, 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 the re-fertilization of our carbon-based, biodiverse, beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. atmosphere and reintegration of that in a healthy way with the economy, you know, how do we, and I think you probably have the same question, you know, or maybe you've solved it, maybe you haven't, how do we create the right relationship with investment capital that aligns incentives to support the evolution of that culture into something that's a healthier expression? Well, this is, this is, so this is right on, uh, you know, what, what I, I couldn't agree with you more on this. I, I, but, and, and, and I struggle with this and, and, and being able, you know, because I, I always saw technology as a way of innovation as reinventing, creating opportunities that can fold back and, and, and deal with a lot of social problems. That is, has been a lot. And, and that's not, and I think there are others like that, but they're, they're, it's also embedded in this very libertarian, I can make a ton of money and no one's going to tell me what to do culture. And that is, and, and people can accelerate and act very efficiently in that. And so there are amazing things that have come out of that. But I think now there's, there's, a, there's a different culture of companies that are coming at us. And you represented Martin Reservoir. I see this as, I mean, there's a lot of faux signals of this. My daughter was very much involved in the, the social innovation at Brown, and she got involved in all that. And, and she got really turned off about, you know, there was this, this sort of, notion of everyone was saving the planet and the resumes got better and better and they could market themselves, but they really weren't doing it. I mean, there's a real faux aspect to the, oh, to yeah, quote. It drives me I mean, it's total bullshit. So, and, and I think she got really burned on that. She's really she's re-examining that. But I think now there is a new kind of culture and, the, and you're, you're bet you represent the guys from raised green are that way. I mean, these guys, they're offered money if they're going to change their model. And they said, no, we're not. And, and they're working their ass off getting nothing. But yeah. they, they know they're doing the right thing. They absolutely know in their gut they're doing the right thing. And, they're, and therefore, your relationships with people who share that are genuine relationships rather than transactional relationships that, and, and, and that this would hold you together. And, and, and that's part of building the, building the, the movement, the, 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 the culture of, the, uh, of this thing. I mean, Long regeneration. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, it, but you know, when they say we'll do no evil, when, as soon as that came out, I said they will do evil. That, yeah. I said that, that was to me this the it, it was like that was such a hollow signal that that I, I said the, the inverse is true. It's just a matter of time. So um, another question, kind of, and I'm going to have to go on about 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 five minutes. I've got okay, another call. Minutes. Yeah. Well, okay, my yeah. last question: Are you familiar with you probably familiar with Eric Weinstein the um, uh, uh, Peter Thiel's sort of a uh, fund director, and he's sort of. I did read some of that podcast stuff. Podcast and right. And yeah. I mean, I'm not a. I. I. I yeah. I. I. I Thiel's not one of my favorite people, right? Uh, so yeah, no doubt. I, right. so I, I. Maybe I'm harshly judge him. I don't know. Uh, well, so I mean, the thing is. What I appreciate about Eric, he's, his podcast is unique. You know, it's sort of similar in a way to the Planetary Regeneration podcast, where his aim is not to give listeners like bullet points, but to instead just like dive off the deep end into these deep conversations. And, you know, right. he's a physicist. And so he's really excited about, you know, uh, that world. And well, he has this concept of the disk, like the distributed distributed information suppression, uh, whatever the C stands for. And it's this okay. idea that he's created, well, well, I don't know that he created, but he's sort of tuning into a naming around how especially I believe, but corporate as well, how there's this sort of just like this immune system response to actual innovation. Oh, yeah. And, um, and at the same time, he's working for Peter Thiel. So there's a little bit of like, uh, I, I mean, I can see it because Peter Thiel is so like anti-university. So there's some marriage there that they feel that there's a kindred spirit. But I guess I'm wondering, you know, like, as someone like I'm not a you know, I'm not a, I'm not an insider in that way. I sort of look at everybody and I, you know, 
I have the dual experience of like wanting to belong and wanting to get the fuck out. Uh, yeah, that's, I that's my yeah. experience. And right. I'm just, you know, I'm just curious. It, how do we, how do we uh, navigate what I think is correctly termed the immune response to evolution and regeneration and innovation that both the business sector, we were just talking about the way that capital perverts things, but I also think the academic world, there is this like immune response to the actual transformative innovation and how, you know, how do we navigate that? How does how that? Well, I mean, I, I think, I mean, you absolutely do because you're challenging um, and they, they want to suppress it because you're challenging. It, it, it is the competitive and you're competing with them. I, I think that, that what you do, um, I mean, maybe it's like any virus that you can mutate faster <laughs> and you could create, you can create, uh, what is it, faux version? I, I think that, you, 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 what you do not want to do, and this is the whole blind spot of things. You do not want to register on 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 their their uh, on their radar, and 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 so part of that is uh, not to 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 uh, make yourself visible to them in, in terms of, and and be typed as, as their antibodies. They 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 can they can so categorize themselves. So right. I I think. I mean, I, I just think part of this is this is why I'm all into the execution of this rather than the explanation of this. Yeah, I really think, and and, and so I, I I think you know if we create this this self-replicating node that it, that that it works on these principles and outcompetes the other one, it's it's outcompete. It's going to collect the capital. It's going to it because it better deals with risk. It better you know it it it, it it's it suddenly is is a a more trusted signal. And it, it functions better, and then it, it will be it, it will subsume the other. I, I just think that's the way. I I don't these things cannot be explained. They're emotional. I think you know. I mean, this is a whole other uh, conversation. The extent to which people change and they're they're thinking reason follows emotion, basically. And 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 so they're 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 locked into certain states. And and in order to regulate those emotional states, certain factors of the world have to be true for them and they will hold on to that and they yeah, cannot you know, and, and regardless of whether in the world looks like that or not right yeah. and well, and with this we're in the trumpian universe i mean this is just like this is where it is so we're not going <laughs> so we're not going to change that so the, the whole point is i mean we, we both see that there, there there is this new way and it's not it's just not a it's really predicated on things that are provable and a new science and a new explaining and building things that are much more powerful. And, and I just, I just, I just go with that. I don't, I don't try to, to, to explain it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and also I think it resonates and how you resonate with certain people about there's certain, there's certain emotional integrity some people have and other people don't. And there just, and you, you can, you can feel that, you know, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's good energy and there's bad energy. I think know? that's right. I think that's the right invitation. And the invitation is like build long, long, durable relationships with people who, right. who give right. as much as they ask. Yeah, and Exactly um, right. Just and if you're in a transactional role and they see that, it gets plugged into that. And, they, and there's a whole set of rhetoric and signals that go with that. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I just. I, I, and that's so we look at Davos I and mean, that's what embodies that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Exactly. So there, and there are a lot of things embodied that. So it's, it's a very difficult thing to navigate. I mean, the academia is full of it. I mean, it's, and, it, and it talk about suppression. Jesus Christ. I mean, the, the whole idea of building a reputation in, in academia is to suppress your competition. You're not, you're not open. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and, and that, and that is a system is predicated on that. I mean, so that's, <laughs> so that's, that's tough navigation of itself. Indeed. And yet it is seen as legitimating authorities, right? And so, I mean, it, it's so, it, it, it's tricky. It's tricky, but, you know, I, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm confident that, you know, as a collective, not, you know, not necessarily, oh, yeah. it's not, it's, 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 necessarily individual, but it's, it's sort of like, I look, I, I, I see you, I see Martine, I see the yeah. person's team, I see Switch, I see mm -hmm. all these people that that i just totally respect uh, you know ixo you know energy right. foundation the cosmos community there's all of these 
you know, independent nodes weaving together. Yeah, they're really decent people trying to do so in the right way. And you know, and, and I sense that, and I find it really uh, great. I mean, and, and it's just who they are, and you find them all around the world. And and uh, it's that, I, I, and it's just like, oh, but we got to do it fast, guys. We, we got to do it fast. Yeah, but I, I have a sense of urgency that the. the Maybe it's because I'm old, but I, but I'm saying hey, it's for you kids too. I mean, this is well, this is yeah, not. it's for our our my kids, my grandkids, my great grandkids. But, but it's right for you. I mean, listen, they you fuck everything up in 20 years, man. I mean, and and the social implications of that. I mean, this this is a new social order, a new and it's a new cultural system we're talking about. Yeah. And, and, you you have a Trumpian takeover. I mean, authoritarian takeover is very dangerous. Yeah, I've got. I'm going to have to run. I really. Yeah. I, I, well, thanks for your time. I enjoyed this. John. So we're going we're going to continue this. All right. Yeah, to be continued. Uh, okay. And uh, let's let's you know connect about um, maybe synchronizing. I'll, I'll follow up an email on you. On, on, on yeah, yeah, very definitely. Yeah, please. Okay, I'm I'm so glad we were able to do this. All right, you know. take care, friend. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>